0: Welcome to Money Talk with Tiff, a podcast where we discuss everything money from tips and tricks to current events. Follow me on my journey to become debt free and meet other cool people along the way. I am your host, Tiffany Grant. Now let's talk money. and welcome to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Today, I have Amira on the line. And Amira Alvarez is the founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman, a global coaching company that helps entrepreneurs, empire builders, and rising stars in all fields achieve their goals and dreams faster than they ever believe possible. Amira is also the host of The Unstoppable Woman podcast, where she gently yet boldly empowers her clients to step forward and create even more financially and so fully rewarding businesses. Now, Amira, <laughs> she has an extraordinary story because she went from barely making six figures to 700000 in one year and then on to seven figures the next. Of course, we need to get all of this juice. Um, so how are you, Amira? <laughs> I am fantastic. How are you, Tiff? Is it going to be a good interview? <laughs> of course! <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. So I don't even want to waste time. Like, let's just get into it Um, now. I want to know more about this going from barely making six figures to seven hundred in one year, and then seven figures the next. Like, how was that? Like, what did you do? <laughs> What's the juice? <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So I want to make one little correction. I thought we had corrected this in the bio, but it got put in there by someone who was overzealous in, in my success. I didn't do seven figures the next year, but I did get to seven figures the year after. So just truth and truth in advertising. Okay. Right. Exactly. Um, And thank you for clearing that up. (laughs) Sure, You know, I just want it to be, you know, on the record the right way. And so I'll make sure that that my, my bio, what is got out there someplace. Inaccurately, and we'll clean that up. But anyways, it's still a huge, extraordinary quantum leap to go from barely making six figures, which by the way, is a huge leap in of itself. I went from 30k a year to 90k a year. And that was tremendous for me. I had a six figure goal for myself. That was where my belief structure saw as what was possible for me. And that was my first big goal. And so that was still tripling my income in one year. And I had no idea what I did, Tiff. I just was, I was doing all the things, okay? As many entrepreneurs do. They just like, I call it the spaghetti approach. You throw spaghetti at the wall and you see what sticks, right? Like, oh, that, that worked. But it's exhausting. It's based on sheer willpower in terms of like the amount of effort and hours you can put in because because you don't know what works. So you're doing everything. But then the third year in business, I went from 90k to 138, which was huge for me, right? That was roughly a $50,000 increase. And that is a huge increase. But it was at that point that I just couldn't keep that strategy up. I was just working those 12, 13, 14 hour days. And there was always one more thing. And the big kicker for me was when I ended the day, it was roughly around seven. And my, my then husband called upstairs and was like, hey, babe, you know, dinner's ready. And I was so grateful. And I, was, I was like, okay, I just need to get one more thing done. And 45 minutes later, he's like, I love you and I'm starting, right? And, and he wasn't upset. He wasn't guilting or shaming me. But I was like, this is unsustainable. And the truth was it wasn't a client facing day and I hadn't changed out of the clothes that I'd slept in. Right. And I was hadn't taken a shower and I hadn't even brushed my teeth. I was so like behind the eight ball all the time. And I realized that this wasn't how to friggin scale a business. Mm hmm.
0: You know, I feel that on so many levels right now, like everything you just said, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's me. Um, Because like I have two kids and I feel like even though I work from home, I barely see them. (laughs) um, And so, you know, I have just now started trying to have a work-life balance, some sort of work-life balance. Because I'm like, you know, part of the reason why I did this was to spend more time with my kids. (laughs) And here I am spending kind of less time with my kids. Absolutely.
1: So the freedom comes that from you being able to make that decision rather than someone else making that decision because there's, you know, you have to show up at work at a particular time. So there is... A sense of freedom, but you can become, you know, a slave to your business, quite frankly. And, you know, boundaries are really something that is important to put into place. And I was just talking to my mastermind group around this, that, you know, it happens at every level of growth. So I want to get back to what I did to, to make that quantum leap from, you know, 138 to 700 K. But just while we're on this topic, Every time I grow, and we're always in growth, like we're always bettering our best. We're always improving the programs we have, right? We're always expanding. Growth is, you know, what we're here on earth to do. We have this more life growth directive. We want to grow into our full potential. So there's always going to be more if you are not not interfering with that. And at every level, you have to put new boundaries in place. Otherwise, as an entrepreneur, you get seduced by that growth and you forget the other things in your life. Now, the flip side to that tip is it's awesome that you love your business. It's awesome that you love your business. You don't want it to grow into a monster that you start resenting.
0: Okay. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because like me and my husband, we have multiple businesses and there's some that I enjoy working on and then there's some that I really don't anymore. But, you know, I've been using the word boundaries a lot here lately, just with everything in life and business is no different. Um, You have to have sufficient boundaries in order to keep your sanity, (laughs) to be frank.
1: Absolutely. Otherwise you don't get ahead. And here's the thing with that and income generation, right? The revenue side of financial freedom is, you know, you have to learn how to call in more money, right? And if you don't put a boundary in, you will allow yourself to do all the things and you won't force yourself, quite frankly, to hire team and delegate and expand. You'll get in the weeds, you'll think I have to do all this to run my business. And you won't go out and do the revenue generating side of things because people are generally speaking in the beginning, slightly afraid of sales. Okay. They're afraid of you know putting themselves out there and getting rejected or, or coming across as too salesy or pushy or manipulative in a conversation. And it totally doesn't have to be that way, but you'll avoid it if you're busy with the other stuff. And then you're in You can see that cycle, right? You're in a catch-22. And that's because you haven't put boundaries in. You haven't forced yourself to get to the next
0: level. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you a question. So what do you think success is truly based on? It's based on your Mm self-image and what you think is possible for yourself. That's big. That's big. And I, I had this conversation the other day with someone else um, <laughs> with one of my friends. I was like, you know, your self-esteem, your self-image, all of that plays a super huge part in everything in life, um, you know, in relationships and business and just everything like. When you start learning about yourself, it's like the world opens up. (laughs) It
1: certainly does. It certainly does. The level of awareness that you have about yourself is what's going to allow you to actually connect with opportunities of a higher nature. So when you're stuck, seeing the world, seeing yourself as limited, you then see the world as limited. If you expand What you see is possible for yourself by expanding your awareness, which comes through gaining more knowledge and experience. It's not just knowledge without experience. You have to act on it. Then you you raise your level of awareness. Then you see in the same situation that you were in previously, a totally different opportunity and possibility there. And that's where the additional revenue comes in. It doesn't come in from doing what you're doing in the same way and thinking it's going to be different. You're not, the law of cause and effect says there's always a cause to the effect. If the effect that you want is more revenue, more income in your business, you can't put the same causes into effect. You'll get the same result as you had before. You need to put a new cause into effect and that requires that you think differently, feel differently, and
0: then act differently. Mm, mm, That is so true. Now, for our audience, because um, I know there's someone out there, right, that is like, "Oh my gosh, this is Mary. Mary, you're talking to me. You're talking to me." Um, what's some advice that you can give to someone like that? Like, if someone is listening to this and and they're like, "Oh my gosh, they're talking about me right now," like, what is an actionable tip that they can use? So I break this all down in something that I call the scale
1: plan, and it. It helps you understand how to really go for more and then what you would need to do to execute on it. People can find that in my, my Facebook group, which is Be Unstoppable. But let me give you the high level of it, okay? So that you can really see how it works. First, you have to claim your goal. I know you talk a lot about goals. If you don't have a goal, then you won't know where you're going. And most people, what they do is they wobble with their goal. They say they want this big thing, but then they go, I don't know how to do that. I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to look like a fool. And they shrink their goal to something reasonable. And yet it's not exciting enough for them to get activated and do the hard things. Okay, because I'm, I'm not going to, you know, BS you or anything. Like there are hard things in business. You have to move through your emotional... Invisible self-limits. Okay. You have to become someone who's more visible. You have to become someone who you know does bigger things, asks for the sale, um, steps forward in her life or his life, confronting maybe what someone who's less risk tolerant in your life is okay with, like a, a significant other or parents. And you're going for more. All of that is emotionally challenging. Building a business is tactically not hard. Okay. There's only three ways to make more money in business. Okay. You raise your prices, you sell more of what you already have, or you add a new channel of income. And I don't care if you're Beyonce or Oprah or Richard Branson or Sarah Blakely, like they are doing one of those three things in order to grow. And then at some point you do, you can do a combination of those things. It's not complicated, but it's, it's what you say, I can't do in your business is exactly where your inner gain mindset piece is that's
0: stopping you. Now I've gone off on a ramble. Do you want me to pause there? Pause there. <laughs> no, because you're, you're absolutely right. It's all about mindset. And I teach that a lot on this podcast, you know, as it involves money because it's all a mindset thing. Like once you get the mindset under control, like the sky is the limit in all aspects of life. And that's what I preach here on this podcast. So I'm so glad we're on the exact same page. So for those that are listening, If you didn't hear it from me (laughs) The first few times You're hearing it from Amira now mindset, mindset changes things. So that's one thing that you have to work on. Um, And I don't know if you're familiar with like the fixed versus growth mindset. I do. I am Carol Dwepp. Her book
1: called Mindset talks about the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. And when you actually understand that concept and then you apply it to your life. (laughs) It's it's a totally different uh, trajectory um, that you could be on. And that's pretty much what we're talking about here. Like, if you believe that you can do something, um, then you can do it. You know, it's when you have that self talk, that inner self talk. You know, whether you're a business owner and you're like, oh my gosh, um, my customers aren't going to pay more, or maybe I'm charging too much. And I'm a victim of that sometimes. Um, But it's that self talk that kind of holds us back from taking it to that next level, right?
1: 100%. 100%. And it's that the fear of what you're going to lose if you go to the next level is bigger than your desire and what you really want. So you have to figure out a way to get leverage over yourself because most people, you know, you just said, you know, I'm still thinking I can't raise my prices. Who is, who's going to pay? Right. But if you had to make your income goal, because you would lose something more than what
0: you would gain, you would figure out how to change. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, if you think about it in the opposite way, right? Like, so if you have a ton of bills um, (laughs) and you're trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to prioritize? You're going to use the same thought process, right? You're going to say, okay, I know I need to pay this, 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 and this. I have to do this. I have to keep a roof over our head. I have to keep food in our belly. And so when you do the flip side of that, it's like, okay, How can I make more money? I need to do this, 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 and this. (laughs) So it's the same concept, just flipped in a different way. And see what I tell people all the time. A lot of times it's not an income problem, right? (laughs) It's not an income problem. It's a spending problem. And so it all goes back to the mindset thing, right? It's all about how you, what perspective you're looking at things from. Absolutely.
1: And, and I would just add that it's, it is an income problem and it's a spending problem. It's from both sides because there are people who make a ton more money, but then they spend it all. Okay. That doesn't work. Okay. And then there are people who, um, cut back on their expenses, but they don't make any more money. So they, they, they don't get that sense of freedom as quickly as they'd like. And sometimes they lose motivi- motivation, And then there, you know, then there's this middle way, which is be cognizant of what you're spending, spend it, spend it on investments for yourself, right? Things that are going to grow and be cognizant of, you know, your limits there, like how much money you're bringing in and hold yourself to higher standard on the income side. Because if you make paying your mortgage a non-negotiable, right? Like that's just your rent, your mortgage, the light bill, like that's non-negotiable, okay? If you make your income goal non-negotiable too, and you raise it every month just a little bit, you will be surprised at how quickly you pay all your bills, get out of debt, become a different person, okay?
0: Does this make sense? Oh, yeah. And that's actually an excellent tip that I had not thought about. Um, (laughs) But for the audience, just to make sure you caught that, because that was a gem. um, (laughs) Every month, if you are a business owner or even if you're not a business owner, maybe every few months, maybe every year you increase your income goal and you'll figure out a way to get there. I know when I was in corporate. (laughs) So, you know, when I was like part time business owner, full time in corporate. I was like, you know, I want to make this amount. So then I started taking the steps that I needed to do to make that amount um, because it was a non-negotiable for me. Right. And so when you start making your goals non-negotiable, like Amira said, it's it's amazing what you can do. I know when I was in corporate, um, I tripled almost quadrupled my salary in like two years because I said you know what this is a non-negotiable I'm gonna do what I have to do to make it to this this level and that's what I did and same thing with being a business owner like in one of our businesses we have scaled so quickly um it's scary it's very scary um but like I always say everything you've ever won is on the other side of fear. And so even though it was scary to grow so quick, um, everything we've ever won, it was on the other side. So I completely agree with what Amir is saying, but she just dropped a huge gem and I need you all to pick that up. <laughs> yeah. And the thing with
1: it being non-negotiable, Tiff, is that If you make it non-negotiable and you say, I'm going to do it no matter what, you do the hard things. It's going to be confronting. Like one year as I was growing my business, I hadn't made my income goal for the year. And it was December 31st. And I was so close. I was just, you know, like $10,000 from, from the window, right? Like from, from that, that finish line. And I was like, it's new year's Eve. I can't call anyone. Right. Like, like I can't sell anything on new year's Eve. What the, what the heck? And then I was like, why not? There are a lot of people who don't party on new year's Eve who would be like grateful to have a conversation with you because I believe so much in what I do and the service that I provide. Like that call is of service to people. I'm like, I'm helping business owners get out of their limits and blocks and all of that. And I made my goal that night. Was it challenging? Was it emotionally challenging? Absolutely. Like I had to get over my ego about like, what does this mean that you're having a conversation at 8 p.m. 9 p.m. 10 p.m. on a on new year's eve right so but then i i got over myself and i made my goal which w- actually the funny story is i thought i was like 400 dollars from making my goal and i was like isn't that just the <laughs> 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 you know oh, frustrating but then uh, a few weeks later my accountant did the math better than i did and i had made my goal which is freaking fantastic. So
0: there you go. That's awesome. Like, could you imagine (laughs) getting into the final hour (laughs) you're $400 short? So all year, but at the end of the day, so looking at it from the positive standpoint, you got that close, right? Um, Because a lot of people can't say that. Um, So, yeah. So, I mean, like there's always a silver lining, um, <laughs> even if you don't reach your goals. My thing is shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you're still amongst the stars, right? Yes, absolutely. And the thing that I learned from that experience
1: that was, you know, hugely worthwhile, like I'm glad that I did make my goal, but I didn't know it that night, right? The thing that I learned the most and like was worth the experience that because it was emotionally taxing and painful, right? To be so close and like having to call people on New Year's Eve and all the having to look at my language around that, right? That was the mindset I was in. But the, the big thing that I learned was, have you done everything you could do throughout the year? And I was like, actually looking back, I didn't. And so now I know I need to focus and do more earlier so that I'll never have that experience again. Does that make sense? Like, oh, yeah. You know, th- to, to stay clear and focused
0: and not take things for granted. Absolutely. And my thing is, um, like, even when I work with my clients, you know, with their finances, budgeting, things like that, we we're always aiming at something <laughs> like that. That is imperative in any of these processes that we're talking about is that you have to aim at something. And so even if that goal seems so far fetched (laughs) from your current reality, you have to aim at something because like, for instance, I have clients that, you know, one client, she started with 13,000 in credit card debt, I want to say, and in what, eight, nine months it was gone. And she didn't even think that she could get it down to 10000 let alone the whole entire amount. But once you set a goal and then you start doing everything that you can to make it towards that goal, you will be surprised at how much you can accomplish. 100%. Speak in my language. Like this is <laughs> like I talk about how you have to set stretch
1: goals. Like you can't do... the the sideways goal, which is whatever you've been doing currently, just in a different arena. You can't do that step goal because it's not exciting enough and and you'll lose the momentum. But if you have a stretch goal and you make a decision around it, meaning cutting off all other options, then you'd be surprised how your subconscious is like, oh, she wants this. Let's figure out the way to get that. And the way the subconscious works is it, it cannot reject a directive that you give it. So if you make a decision and you're committed to it, you don't wobble, okay? And you say this is happening no matter what. You get leverage over yourself. You yourself will figure out a way to execute on that goal or that decision, and you're, you'll you'll start seeing opportunities. You'll you'll see the world differently. Your perception will change. Have you ever done the exercise of look for a green car? And like green cars are are not super popular. And then suddenly you're seeing all the green cars and then you say look for the yellow car and then suddenly yellow cars are on your radar and you start seeing things that were you know otherwise up until that point invisible to you because your mind filters for what you've asked it to look for. So if you give it a new directive, i.e. the goal 13,000 paid off her debt, right? I want that. She starts seeing innovative ways to do that. Now you can do that on the revenue side too, which is really super freaking fun. You can say I don't just want to make 60,000. I want to make 100,000. I don't want to just make 100,000. I want to make 200,000, right? Like whatever stage you're at. If you're just starting your business, I have a lot of people that work with me who are just starting, they're moving from corporate to their business. And they start making $10,000 a month within the first 3 months because they've set that as a target and they're super committed to it. Most people don't get there in 3 to 5 years. Okay? So anyways, it works on both sides, which is really powerful. The the key to, to recognizing the pattern here, the methodology is like you have to have a strong enough desire. You really want you need to really want something, which means not wanting the negative consequences of not having it and making a decision for it and then putting your mind
0: to it consistently. And then you'll play out the plan while you were talking about that, I was just thinking back to, um, cause I've paid off over $50,000 in debt. And, and, and that was making not nearly as much as I was, I'm making now, but it's like, people ask me all the time, how did you do that? Cause most of the time I was making less than like $15 an hour. It was that that goal became non-negotiable, like being out of debt, being debt free was non-negotiable for me. So what that looked like was when people asked me to do stuff, I'm like, mm, not in my budget. Sorry, <laughs> you know, or um, what that looked like was I took on a lot of different side hustles to hustle up the money, the extra money to put towards the debt. And when I got the extra money in, guess what? It went towards the debt. (laughs) because that's another thing that I find that people do um, is that they'll hustle to try to make a financial goal, but then the money never finds it there, right? And so that's what Amir is talking about when she says it has to be non-negotiable. You have to have the self-control. You have to have the willpower. You have to have it so that nothing can stand in the way between Either whatever the goal is, making more money in your business, paying off debt, um, making more money in corporate, whatever it is that you're working towards, it has to be non-negotiable. Like, I I can't stress that enough because I was just thinking back and I'm like, that's so true. Like, that's exactly what happened to me. to the point where, you know, there were times where I picked up two jobs because I was just like, I have to get this done. Like I want this done. And so um, you make very excellent points. And there's so many gems that's being dropped in this podcast. Now I don't want to run out of time. I want people to know where they can get more information from you. So Amira, where can people find you if they want more information?
1: So the two best places are our podcast, The Unstoppable Woman. And you can find that on all the channels, or you can go to our website and it's the unstoppablewoman.com slash listen And you'll find the podcast. We do, we share coaching calls and we have a morning mindset club and I do interviews there and I do a ton of teaching. So if you like this material, I go into it a lot in how to like apply it to your life and your business. And then our Facebook group is called Be Unstoppable. And that's where you can find the scale plan. And I take you through a whole... Um, step-by-step procedure for how to scale your business at whatever stage you're at, whether it's getting to your first six figures, seven figures or beyond, doesn't matter. And as part of that, there's an audio training and there is a make love to the numbers spreadsheet to help you with the math of how to scale. Uh, So there's a lot of resources there and it's a fun group. There's a ton of good people. So I encourage you to find me there. I love I love engaging with people and answering questions and just supporting people in their journey.
0: Thank you so much, Amira. And for the audience, I will have all that information in the show notes with links and everything. So all you have to do is click, click, click and Amira will be right there. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. You are so welcome. And thank you for the great questions. It was a great conversation. Absolutely. See, I told you from the beginning, it was (laughs) going to be good. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Amira. You're so welcome. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Money Talk with TIFF podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to moneytalkwitht.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Talk to you soon.